Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of FanPay, or from a normal person's eyes. And today, we're just going to be looking at some news while enjoying the wonderful outside scenery. Because some people right now can't go outside, but they can listen to this episode of the podcast and they can pretend that they're outside with me and we're discussing the news together just just know that if you are in trouble or if you are losing your mind because you can't do anything because of this COVID-19 do not worry for I am with you There's a nice breeze going on here, and many birds are tweeting, and there are bees right next to me, and it's probably not a good idea, but let's pull up some news sites and let us look at what is happening today in the world. Okay, so according to this, The first article, uh, I'm just going to pull this up because this looks interesting. Australia rolls out COVID-19 tracking app with privacy concerns. This This looks interesting. So, the article basically talks about how Australia has launched this app called COVID Safe. And it's... It's, it's not, you know, forced on the people. It is, you know, voluntary. But it uses a mix of Bluetooth and stored contact data on both the app and servers to let people know if they've been, you know, in contact with people who have been tested positive for COVID-19. And I can, I can understand why people are retaliating because to give it access to whatever contacts you have and, you know, it sharing that information with you know its own servers this third party uh organization this third party that could you know be doing whatever they want with the data depending on you know whatever they write in the agreement that nobody looks at when they you know when you sign up for an app or something so the australian government has they have promised that it doesn't collect locations and it, it only shares data with health officials. And only after an infected person offers consent. But it's still, according to some people, it, the privacy is a concern to them. But it kind of depends. Like, the way this is going, uh, as far as I know, and I'm not very well informed, but we might have to give up some privacy in order to fully nail down the situation. And if we don't get, temporarily give up some privacy, you know, this might escalate even further than it already is. So I, I can see both sides of the argument here. And um, the article also mentions that uh, Germany is doing a different approach. And it basically says that Germany is doing something called uh doing something similar to something called p- 
pan-European privacy preserving proximity tracing. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Uh, in favor of, you know, no, it's be my bad. I simply can't read because I have been out uh, from school for so long and online classes. I mean, nobody really is doing anything, so I've forgotten how to read. But I was wrong. The country has ditched its approach, which is similar to the mouthful I just said, which is we're gonna acronymize it, okay? Pept. Okay, yeah, pept. Okay, we're gonna call it pept. Okay, so they've abandoned pep. Germany has abandoned pep. Okay, I'm probably repeating myself too much, but they've abandoned it in favor of decentralized, of a decentralized architecture that only stores contact data on devices and blah blah blah. This that uh, not that all too interesting. I mean, sure, it's just an app and it's Australia, you know that continent that's also a country all right let's let's look at some more articles oh so it looks like china has ordered the tiktok owner to pull work app that bypass sensors oh oh okay okay so the tiktok owner had an app in china that allowed users to see content from banned sites in china and China is very restrictive with uh, what content the people in their nation are receiving. Uh, as far as I know, there are like certain uh, historical events in China, like uh, the Tiananmen Square. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Excuse me for that. But the Tiananmen Square massacre. Uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, they don't even like most Chinese citizens don't know that that even uh, you know happened. Because, you know, uh, the Chinese government blocks all traces, you know, towards that event. So, exactly what the title says, yeah. ByteDance has been accused of censorship, uh, you know, you know, bypassing censorship in a country. And they could possibly face serious charges for that, but it's ByteDance. I don't think they're going to. Okay, let's... I'm going to keep on scrolling because uh, we really want to find something that's really juicy, you know, something that really pops. Uh, but while we're searching for that, looks like Samsung is reportedly working on a phone with a pop-up camera. And so a lot of other phone manufacturers have been doing this because instead of having the little tiny annoying notch in the phone screen, you just have a camera that pops up from the like the side of the phone and to be honest i really don't care that much a phone is a phone you don't need to have no bezels you don't need to make it as thin as possible okay those are things that are really not going to matter in the long run you don't need to make it really light because in the end it's, it's at least for me i really don't care as long as it has a good camera enough storage and is a functional phone that's more than good enough for me so this really is not a notable piece of news I don't know what's um, you know so 
let's huh, 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 hmm. oh oh okay oh okay so this is something this is something juicy so this this is so Kim Jong-un you may know him you probably know him but if you don't he's uh, the dictator of North Korea there are articles saying that, mm, huh, okay, so, uh, I'm just gonna quote a news article, with speculation swirling over Kim Jong-un's health, all eyes have turned to his sister. Okay, so that's, whoa. So, what is wrong with Kim Jong-un's health? That is, that is... Okay, so basically, nobody has seen Kim Jong-un, and people are suspecting something's wrong with him. Uh, South Korea said that uh, he is alive and well, but other people are... He, so what happened is he missed the celebration of his grandfather's birthday on April 15th. Uh, Yeah, so this basically says that, uh, Kim Jong-un, uh, so, apparently earlier in the week, uh, the United States was monitoring intelligence that, uh, Kim Jong-un is in grave danger after a surgery. Ooh, okay, so, something happened, uh, he, uh, people are speculating that he had to have a heart surgery, and something went wrong. People are saying that uh, the surgeon wanted to be extra careful and took too long for everything. And maybe some complication happened during that. You know, if if I was the surgeon for Kim Jong-un and I had to perform a heart surgery on him and I failed, I would probably be running for my life because North Korea has some pretty serious consequences for even the tiniest things. And for something as huge as that, that, that would be, um, uh, really bad. Uh, yeah, so, we'll have to see what happens to Kim Jong-un in future days, because right now it is uncertain, and nobody knows what's happening with him so far. In in interesting. Alright, let's 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 look at some more news. I'm just gonna pull up another website. Ah yes, okay, so according to this article Yeah, so I I heard about this earlier in the um, um earlier in the earlier in the week, but Nintendo Apparently, Nintendo confirmed it now that 160,000 Nintendo accounts were targeted by hackers. So basically, they had a server breach, and they're 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 basically asking everybody to enable uh, two-step verification and resetting all the passwords and whatnot. Hackers had access to private data such as nicknames, email addresses, date of birth. They could also make digital purchases with linked PayPal accounts. Mm, that that's nuts. That's obviously a problem, uh, but not, not. That's probably something that you would expect to happen if everybody's, you know, 
shut at home and you know the hackers are bound to get you know a little feisty with what they're going to be doing so a lot of stuff has been closing down because of coronavirus uh covid-19 and a lot of stuff has been you know closing down here in my area too and i don't know so i think people are people in my area uh, let's let's rephrase it this way some people are handling the situation very well and uh you know are surviving at home with ease you know and some people aren't really doing all that well and then some people are just straight up ignoring certain things like um i remember i'm not going to name who but uh, two days ago one of my friends he uh said in uh you know the group chat that his mom is forcing him to drive to a state you know on the opposite end of the united states on a road trip to visit family and literally everyone everyone was like that's literally the most unsafe thing you can do and like you know tried to get him to tell his mom that it's literally the most unsafe thing you can do during this you know thing but my that reminds me of another thing why are flights still going on like my parents told me that some flights are still like for you know regular people are still you know flying and i don't think that's like the best you know idea because anybody who is uh you know a vector for the virus could easily be transmitting it across countries to a large number of people because uh as far uh, correct me if i'm wrong like honestly you can email me but as far as i know we exactly don't know uh we know more about the virus but we don't know enough to know i wouldn't want to say that but basically we cannot tell with testers we cannot tell who has it or who doesn't i mean i think the the coronavirus testing the success rate for finding coronavirus is like 50% And so it isn't exactly guaranteed that you know you'll find that a person has coronavirus. I mean there's no guarantee to it at all. And traveling to different places is not exactly the best idea because if you don't know you have it and there's no sure way to tell if a person has it by enabling air travel you're just increasing the risk of people being able to contract the uh, covid-19 and so i think the only reason why they haven't stopped flights is that a lot of people would be really really angry i mean a lot of people already are but the problem is is that not everybody cares if there's a global pandemic and they can die or not okay maybe they do care or they just choose to ignore the facts but a lot of people retaliate and i don't think a lot of governments like that so 
right now they're just trying to slowly I think they're just trying to slowly ease uh, everybody into it but I mean I don't know uh, the cases are rising people said that the curve is flattening but I'm not so sure uh, what is gonna happen because for us here at least for us schools delayed past the end of the school year we're basically gonna finish this year at home and that is uh something of concern like how are we gonna do testing like are we gonna get the same amount of credit that we're gonna get like how am i gonna get certification for certain courses i'm taking if there's no one there to see me doing it what how how, how are we gonna you know do certain parts of these courses i mean online classes have already started but uh how are we going to do certain parts of these courses if we're not allowed to use the program because not everybody has access to it or something like that right so there's there's a lot of things to consider and then there's also like and then there's another included you know thing to think about is that now i have all this free time what do i choose to spend it on because it may seem like an easy choice for a lot of other people, a lot of other kids my age especially. They're like, oh, I'm just going to play video games all day and then like do my homework and then play more video games. But for me, it's not so simple. Like, what do I do? Do I, uh, you know, laze around and do no work? Or do I continue the projects I've been doing? Or do I continue the projects I've been doing, you know, for you know these past couple of months and how if i continue these projects you know as my side as my hobbies or whatever how do i you know how do i adapt it so i can still work on it during uh covid19 like for example i was working on a television show with my friends uh before this whole covid19 started and we didn't get a chance to put a single episode out and we don't have enough footage to do that but we have we have like basically around half of the season done uh just you know filmed you know in very random you know we just filmed random parts of the thing so now how how are we gonna you know push that out because after this ends we're gonna have to pretty much redo the whole thing or you know adapt it in some way to explain oh why did he grow like a year and a half older or something like that so and there's a lot of things to think about. So, you know, you can just ping me. Uh, you can share your concerns. I'll discuss them. Um, and, yeah. So, I hope you like the change of scenery for this episode. Uh, you know, sitting outside. And I'll see you all next time. And I'll just, you know, yeah. See you all next time. See you next time. Next episode of FanPay. Yay. This is uh, probably not the best opener for season two since season one was a test. But uh, yeah, this was the opener for season two. And I'm just going to leave the mic alone for, you know, a good 30 seconds so you can enjoy the uh, sounds of nature. Goodbye. And see you maybe tomorrow. Maybe in a couple of weeks. Who knows? Bye.
My backyard sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? <laughs>